this retro thing for what it is Nostalgia goggles heavy on those things when we were kids I've got the memories of falling while my hair is turning gray I'm digging back on all the things that were better yesterday So for all those things nostalgic I also do is delight Now we're going. Probably for the best that we went already. Should we still talk about our hair? No. All right. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, I don't want to talk about Holiday. that. Holiday. Holiday special. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. I'd Sorry. really prefer that we don't talk about that. Oh, Christmas right. is not welcome in galaxies that are far, far away. Oh, we did it. We actually did it. We watched this thing. It's December, everybody. Merry December 3rd. I guess is when this goes up. So there's still some time before, you know, but you can start celebrating and you can watch Christmas movies. All Life Day movies. Our Life Day movies. Is that a thing like outside of this movie? Uh, Not in the other movies, but they weren't happening on Life Day. Probably. (laughs) Okay. But like... I'm actually unclear about whether this thing that we watched is canon. I think no. But, okay. I can you answer some life? Look at it. So I certainly cannot. So. Okay. Is Life Day a thing outside of, like, Star Wars? Or did they make it up specific? Like, am I just, do I have a black hole where, like, Life Day is a thing? And I just haven't seen it. I'm willing to say I have the same black hole if okay. it is a thing. I would al- yes, yeah. I would also say the same. I This was my introduction to Life Day. And if it is real, I apologize for what I'm about to say. But Life Day sure did feel like, George, we need the name of the Wookiee holiday. I don't fucking know. Life Day? <laughs> All right. Well, keep thinking about it. We're not filming for a few more hours. Um, Let's get started on the script. I also just want to say that... When you said it was Wookiees, I got super excited. And then I started watching it. I'm like, oh, it's not Ewoks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that must have been crushing. It was. It, it was. Uh, yeah, so we did the, I think we threatened to do this when we did uh, the uh, prequel trilogy. We were going back and forth between whether we're going to do Solo next or Rogue One or whatever the actual debate was. And then the Wild Horse showed up of what if we did the Star Wars holiday special? And I don't remember if we left that having agreed yes, but we did do it. I have never, I have never seen this before. Mm -hmm. This is the very, very rare, like outside of the cartoons, basically my only real Star Wars gap. Not a gap. Uh, Not a gap anymore. Um, this one's particularly fascinating because a lot of the stuff we cover on this is stuff that maybe was once considered good but hasn't stood the test of time. And this one is particularly interesting because I understand it was never considered good no. even when it first aired in 78, I think. Like yeah. right before Christmas and it's in 1978. It's easy to see how that would be the case. So, and what's fascinating is because... Comedy is probably, what, the genre that holds up the worst. Like, comedy movies 
I would yeah. I would yeah, okay. point. Okay. But I feel like also there's no type of comedy that has aged worse than variety show comedy. <laughs> there's like an episode of The Simpsons where they did a parody of variety shows. And I remember going, this is not funny at all. And my brother was like, it's because it's a perfect parody of these shows. Like these shows were not funny. Like all of the jokes are super corny and obvious. And then it just, let's throw it over to this tap dancer for four minutes. Mm-hmm. That'll kill some time. I didn't realize that that's what this was. Oh, is it? I knew so little about the holiday special that I didn't realize it's technically a variety show. Yeah, I mean, there's like a there's like a Star Wars through line vaguely there. Um, vaguely, very vaguely. Yeah, I mean, the, the the Star Wars plot of this movie is Han and Chewie try to come back to Kashyyyk, the Wookiee planet, for Life Day. They run into some trouble. The trouble goes away at the end. Yeah, uh, that's. But then there's all of these like guest spots and singers and dancing and nonsense yes, happening. So yeah. But Tia, you didn't tell us who's here. Oh, Robin, Renee are here. I, I think they knew. <laughs> but, I don't introduce anybody but, anymore. You don't? <laughs> Not really, unless they're brand brand new. You did the last time I was here. I put it in the show notes usually, but. You're I already, so, you're I so already synonymous even now with Star Wars. That, <laughs> well, exactly. You don't need to be introduced. I, mean, I haven't said my own name on this podcast in probably 18 months. I so. feel really bad for Curtis then because I feel like he used to be synonymous with Star Wars, but I've overtaken. Well, because you're new to Star Wars. I know. Although this was, I, well, okay, I've said that I'm new to this. How many times have you, you Rob, who is here? seen the Star Wars holiday special. I want to say at least five times, but for concentrating (laughs) only twice. And I'm going to bury it and bury this podcast at the same time by saying that I was having thoughts watching it this time that I know I'd had previously. And I was like, are we sure we didn't do this already for the podcast? (laughs) Because it is so noteworthy in its ridiculousness. I mean, that's not really... I once totally pitched an idea to someone and we were getting ready to record it and then I realized wait we did this already <laughs> we did it in episode 100 when we just did the short segment so and I was ready to flesh it like do a whole episode on this one thing and it was like hang on everything we're talking about sounds very familiar so this is episode 277 eventually that's gonna happen and we're gonna get halfway through a recording and go hang on hmm. I remember the crushing disappointment the first time I saw it so this is not what I wanted this to be. Did you know going in the first time what its reputation was? No, actually. I just knew it was a thing in the Star Wars universe that I hadn't seen yet, and it was quite hard to get hold of when I first saw it. So when I finally found it, I was like, amazing. Uh. <laughs> it doesn't... To its credit, at the very least, it plays its hand fast. And you know very quickly, oh, this is going to be the worst. <laughs> I was waiting for the little Wookiee to, like, I thought it was, he was going to fall off the ledge. Like, he goes out yeah. on the belt and he's crawling. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then nothing <laughs> It just happens. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, we just watch a bunch of little acrobats do an acrobat show. Yes. And then that <laughs> guy comes and gives him a lava lamp show TV box, mm. which I feel like is to mimic if the Wookiee took like meth or something and just like, woo, tripping out, watching the TV box. Yeah. Right? It was the 70s. Yeah, if, you, if the audience is wondering why we don't really have concrete explanations for everything that was going on, Sean messaged me five minutes into this and I was like, 
Are that supposed to be subtitles? <laughs> that was, yeah, it was when I was testing the YouTube to be like, well, let's make sure this is a legit copy. And I watched the first couple minutes and was like, well, the Wookiees are talking and it doesn't say what they're saying. So maybe this is not a good copy. So I messaged and was like, is this supposed to be like this? And you unfortunately responded, yeah. I know. I thought that too. And then I'm like, okay, now I need to read body language yeah. to try and understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Apparently that was Lucas's vision. Apparently that was his call that he really wanted to, to be just them talking with no indication of what they were saying. And people were going, well, okay, but George, like, that's dumb, though. That's a dumb thing you're saying. And he stuck by it because this was, you know, peak George Lucas at his peak George Lucas powers. So Yeah, there was that one funny moment where Leia appears on screen later and she's like, all right, all right, but can you put someone on who I can actually understand, please? <laughs> Go get the human in the room. <laughs> Done with this. That didn't happen. Oh, no, yeah, it, did yeah, it did happen. It did happen. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so I, oh, sorry, I did want to just quickly mention while we're talking about its legacy, you may already know this, but this aired a single time. <laughs> on TV in like December 1978 uh, has never been aired again has never been publicly made available has never been anything other than this boot, weird bootleg version like this this is it this is what exists I think it's really cute that you think I might have known yeah, I don't know <laughs> you might have sat down and be like what the fuck was who, any of this who are you talking to I only know what to watch because you tell me what to watch when it comes to Star Wars. We shouldn't have told anyone to watch this, but I also feel like it was pretty important. To answer the canon question, my understanding is the only thing that's really been put into canon is that cartoon, the short little cartoon, which is the introduction to Boba Fett. Yeah, his first appearance in any Star Wars thing ever. (laughs) So that, I don't know if it's Actually, I know it's on Disney Plus. I know you can watch that short cartoon. Oh, I didn't realize that. Actually. So I assume that is meant to be like, yes, that happened. That's a thing. Short cartoon, like all the cartoon segment or like a just, piece of the cartoon? Just segment? the one where like Boba Fett's like, oh, I'm on your guys' side. Let's let's be let's be buds. Okay, and then, and then he's not a good dude. When it was like, oh, wait. We're pulling a Lizzie McGuire, and we've got real show and cartoon show. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting that. It surprised me. Other than that, I think everything else is. I do not think that it is Star Wars canon that Chewbacca's dad put on a headset and watched a, watched a, sexy, watched lady a sexy lady songs. dance for <laughs> five minutes. Maybe. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Chewbacca mm. was with Han. Yes. And that was his mom? Was that his mom and dad and or was that his no, wife and no. son? Wife, son, Thank and, and you. then Maybe his dad, but maybe her dad. I'm not clear. Actually. Okay. I'm not clear. Okay. Thank you because I That I information must about exist. That later it probably and, does exist. And I was like was that his mom? I do recall that makes things a little bit weird. I do recall seeing that the son's name might be Lumpy. Yeah. yeah. So that's dumb. And the father was Itchy. Itchy and itchy. Lumpy. Oh yeah. my god. So they're all named after but STD it, but symptoms. Itchy is like Itchy is like a fragment of the name, just like Chewy Chewbacca. <laughs> itchy is like a, a shortened form. This is Itchy, yeah. Lumpy, and Penis Boils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Lumpy. Um Okay. 
I'm happy you have questions because I I didn't know how we were going to do this because to be clear, everyone, there's not really like we said, there's a through line kind of. But most of this is just here's a Jefferson Airplane music video. Jefferson Starship. Starship. Jefferson Starship. Containing members of Jefferson Airplane, just just for the record. Um, Here's this really who's the comedian comedian i have no idea i'm sure he was funny at the time didn't recognize him. who gets to keep showing up and playing different characters like here he's a julia child parody and he's got four arms and he just oh, says yeah. stir whisk 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 stir pound. i don't remember pound i just remember <laughs> stir whip. <laughs> i don't remember if it was whip so or whisk arms. stir whisk or whip i mean just and it's like was this the height of comedy in the 70s? I don't understand. Who, who, who is this for? Did you catch his character name? No. It was Son. Song? S O N G? Son, as in S A U N, like not quite sure. Oh, so close. Damn. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so I wrote a note and I was like, does Boba Fett screw them over again? Because I'm trying to place like what timeline we're in. And then I realized that in the other movie, it was Lando that screws them over, right? Yes. Boba Fett. Boba Fett is the bounty hunter that delivers Han to Jabba. So he but does... It's, but, it's, but it's Lando who sets up the, the double cross. So yeah. Boba, and did, like, and I was trying to, like, understand what was happening in this movie. <laughs> so Boba Fett basically delivered them again to the bad guys or like screwed them over somehow in the cartoon sequence was certainly confirmed to be working with Darth Vader at the end of the first half I'm your friend and I'm like no you're not so okay so he did he was the bounty hunter in the other movie too just working with like okay so I wasn't that far I mean that's for me to have made that connection Mm -hmm. I'm just like a little accolade yeah that's pretty good and the story is that Lucas knew that he had this character in Empire Strikes Back, so they were like, okay, we need to introduce him in this holiday special, and let's get him in there. Was he in this cartoon more than he was in the actual original trilogy? <laughs> yeah, he, I want to say yeah. He had more lines, I mean, for sure. You, you see him a lot more in Return of the Jedi, to be fair, in the uh, in the battle scene. That's so. true. I just remember you guys asking me, what did you think of Boba Fett? And I'm like, oh, I right. think nothing. Yeah. yeah. Because that was the impression he That's made. so long ago. I can picture where we right. were when we recorded. Yeah. Was wow. that over, down, over there? And that yes. was the pre, pre-pandemic yeah. times, wow. even. Yeah. Um, I felt really bad for the little guy, because the Empire dudes go in, and they're, like, trashing his room, and they ripped the head off his stuffy. Or lumpy. So, that was lumpy? That was lumpy. Oh, yeah. so sad. Chewbacca's son or brother or... Son. It is, okay, son. Yeah, okay. It's the, it's the helmet dad that and we don't know he, about. And then he, like, starts assembling that communication device. Mm-hmm. With the weird instructions. Which leads to more hilarity, because mm-hmm. that dude who played the alien with the forearms comes back to oh, bring us more that. laughs. But I just thought, like, they have some really advanced technology. One, for the for being Wookiees. Mm-hmm. And two, for when the movie was made in. Like, I feel like that technology that he was building, and I guess it makes sense... Because Chewbacca is like an engineer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I guess maybe they're just really smart. 
and but then I was comparing like the technology on screen compared to like the quality of the animation, mm. and I'm like, there's like a a mismatch. <laughs> I couldn't get over Luke's head. <laughs> That's about where my. <laughs> Like his, critique his of the animation comes head. from no in the cartoon oh but his, he was the blonde one right in the real life yeah his head looked like a light bulb yeah it was very weirdly Even sculpted in real life so you you've got to remember that the opening scenes of empire strikes back he's heavily in makeup then because of his car accident this was before that so yeah oh. his face was kind of mashed at that time and maybe his hair had been cut to deal with whatever whatever was going on there because it was much shorter than it was. in the movies. Okay, well, too. So, in this, this was after his accident? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's probably why he looked really weird. And yeah, his hair was like, okay. Yeah. To be clear, also, listeners who shouldn't watch this. Uh, Luke is barely in this, and Han is barely in this. Leia's in it more than most because she gets to sing a song, but... Oh, that's right. The, oh, if you're in this because, oh, I want a little more of that OG cast, you're not, you're not going to get much of it. One thing I can say is that Harrison Ford didn't mail in his performance at all. He actually gives it way more than it deserves. <laughs> There's a fun clip of him on Conan O'Brien where Conan makes him watch a clip from this movie and at the end he just sits there silently for 10 seconds and goes, thank you. <laughs> Which I thought was, There's a good compilation of... Uh, Carrie Fisher definitely was the one who leaned into it the most. Mm-hmm. Like Harrison Ford, I think, talked about it. Like, well, I mean, he doesn't like talk with Star Wars anyway, but he talked about it like once. Yeah. And then Mark Hamill, there's a clip of someone asked him about it and he does you know exaggerated like angry face and like ah but Carrie Fisher seems to be the one person who was willing to go oh yeah it's garbage let's talk about it so <laughs> did Harrison Ford ever do comedy like true comedy that I can't think of he did a very not good movie well not even not good a very whatever movie with Josh Hartnett called Hollywood Homicide that was a action comedy mm, but that's like the only thing I can he, think of I feel like he always has like a few one-liners yeah like, that's true. like he is he yeah like he is funny as han solo he is funny a lot of the time as indiana jones well, i mean so, he was yeah. funny in witness <laughs> i <laughs> don't remember that but <laughs> i guess what i'm thinking here is that like they did just release witness as a big limited edition blu-ray yeah. set and i'm really thinking about it yes. like how <laughs> we were gonna do me you and your dad <laughs> You were? My dad loves Witness. Oh, so. It's <laughs> like, it's nostalgia for me. <laughs> That's funny. We did not, w- like, we had a, a decent VHS collection, but most of them were my brothers, but I know 100% Witness was there because okay. of my dad. Right. Tio, was your Witness copy in, like, a box sleeve? Yes. We had, it was in a hard white clamshell Ooh, that's that good stuff. Yeah, it was like premium copy. I have no idea. That's that's the good shit. Like, not the styrofoam clamshell that the Disney movies came in, but like hard plastic. Oh, like when you would rent it? That kind of thing? No, we owned it. Did you buy a rental copy? No, it was like brand new. (laughs) I don't know where it came from. Do you still have it? My mom might. Can you bring it in next time when we do Solo? I mean, maybe. It'll be very thematically appropriate, so... <laughs> I actually need to see this now, because I'm baffled. I'm, I'm starting to worry that maybe the UK just had a different system of 
containing the VHSs. Well, your system was just not to let you see anything. They were all nasty. Okay, what did? (laughs) (laughs) But for real, what did your what did your VHSs come in? Sleeves were abnormal. Most were in plastic cases. Okay, were they clear plastic cases like the movie rental cases? I guess. See, this was like almost like. A, a book cover, right? And it was like hard white plastic. Wait, was it for your your like fake bookshelf? Because people were into that, weren't they? Pretending that their VHSs were books. Maybe it was. Maybe. That. Yeah. Who knows? Huh. Anyways. Anyway, the reason I asked about comedy was because Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher definitely went into like make fun of yourself type comedy afterwards. But I don't know that Harrison Ford ever did. So. No, when you're that handsome, you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um. Then on the big, like, communicator box, that's what I'm going to call it. Okay. No objection. There was a commercial about Tatooine. (laughs) Am I, like, like, am I understanding that situation properly? And it was, like, Tatooine, they they were saying, like, don't go to Tatooine. Yeah, I remember it being like that. Garbage. And then they had, like, a bunch of, like, dancing banums, and it was exactly like Jabba's Den of Iniquity. And do you want to know, it took me, like, too long to remember Jabba's name. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like been a while. Guy. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, Jabba. That's accurate. Yeah. But, um... Well, the tune that's playing is the same tune that was playing in the cantina, actually. Um... And the first, Jabba's most, most people, barge. Most people can just, like, hum this because they know it, but I don't know whether you're at that point. Yeah. yeah. Is that, like... Okay, you have to stop already. No. Yeah, we got to stop before Disney um, gets mad. <laughs> so is that what they were all dancing to, like, in the movie, like, in Jabba's place? I don't... I can't remember if they were playing that same tune in there. I feel like that band is there. I feel like... This is bad. Is this in the back (laughs) half? Because I checked out so hard when we got to the B. Arthur as the bartender section. And I I think, again, the same guy. What? You did not check it. I'm sorry. I I was like... Oh my god, a golden girl! And I got very excited. I know, that's probably a spike. Yeah, that's alright. And I was like, Dorothy, and then she was like singing, and I was worried Rob was going to look walk by, because um, I was like, little chair dancing is catchy! Oh, that, that is definitely when I was like, this needs to be done. And I will be very honest, again, to everyone listening, since this was a YouTube video, I had it on two spots double speed most of the time mm. occasionally dropping it down to a 1.5 but it never got to be normal so I tried it on a 2 speed and I found it was too fast yeah. and I dropped it to 1.5 and I don't know what 1 would have sounded like because 1.5 sounded like normal right but I was very excited to see Dorothy and there was that weird guy flirting with her at the bar. Yeah, that's when I was just like, that's, I had a lot of who is this for throughout the entire thing. But that whole stretch was definitely my most like, what? Like, who? To be fair, that could have been, that could have been, an, I think you should leave sketch because he just takes her words way too literally as if they're personally for him. Because she says something like, come back again. I, I really look, for, look forward to seeing you. And he takes that as like an invite to be in a romance with this person forevermore. Well, and I don't know, like you say that's where you checked out. Oh, I checked I, out long ago, but that was when, that was what <laughs> nearly broke like, me. Like the, I was done 
I, I was technically done when there no there were no Wookiee subtitles. Mm. But when it was just watching the little acrobats, that's when I was like, oh, this is this is going to be like this. Like this is just going to be a bunch of unrelated. And now Art Carney. I don't know. I'm going to juggle or something. I don't know. When Dorothy came on and there was a dance segment with her, that hooked me. That that had me drawn in. I was engaged. I was like, And then the movie ends like 10 minutes later. Yeah, exactly. Well, the movie tries to end like five times after that in those 10 minutes. I was like, oh, okay, stuff. Oh, I forgot about this. Okay, now. First, there has to be a Life Day song, which also Carrie Fisher, when asked about this, busts into the Life Day song and sings all that she can remember. So, also worth looking up. So, I had a note. I'm like, at the end, they're not cartoons anymore. So, why? And and I so can't answer that. Okay, Tio, but like in Lizzie McGuire, the cartoon (laughs) pieces are her imagination. (laughs) <laughs> the cartoon pieces are like her inner monologue what was the cartoon segment here was it like they were in like a different like a time warp so they couldn't be real humans or was it that they couldn't afford to pay the real actors to do the things <laughs> like was it that low budget that they had to like make for act? that yes I and think so- it probably was and it also seems like it was tossed together very quick and that also maybe George and a lot of the Star Wars creative forces didn't weren't that involved mm. in this and would kind of just poke their head in and be like what's going on Jefferson Starship music video. That's weird. Okay, well, we'll fix it later. Here's what I'll choose to believe, and this could be wrong. This is not speaking for a position of knowledge, so don't at me. Um, I choose to believe that because we see Lumpy, the kid, watching this on TV, what he's watching is a fictionalized cartoon celebrating a story in the past of these underground rebel heroes um, and showing how they interacted with Boba Fett, who is a known galaxy bounty hunter so they're recreating something that might have happened previously but we weren't but supposed Luke voices to think it's an audience that was now that's sure. pretty crazy sure. <laughs> I, like that just blew my mind <laughs> but also maybe it's um because i forgot that it was that's lumpy watching it on the communicator tv mm-hmm. thing um Maybe that's just what it looks like because it's really bad resolution. <laughs> Would that explain Luke's head? Sort of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can buy it. Yep. Okay. I know it's a classic style of animation, and there were a lot of movies from that time with that look, and a lot of renowned movies from that time with that look, but ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, when Chewie comes back <laughs> and he sees his wife, they just like stare at each other for a really long time, and the whole thing made me really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you mustn't have liked what came next when it was just the seven minute romance sequence between the two of them. I did not see that. Oh. Oh, maybe that was just in my head. <laughs> I think so. I started I would... playing a different movie up here. <laughs> that movie definitely exists, doesn't it? No. I... Yes. A hundred percent. And if it doesn't, now Sean's going to make it. No. 
<laughs> oh. I'll never be able to take the images that were in here and make them on the screen in a way that does them justice. Yeah, I just wouldn't live up to your expectations. Yeah, I would just be sitting there the whole time going, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, this isn't right. I mean, I have... Oh. Like, are, am I missing anything? Because I'm already at like the end of my note. Oh, you're almost definitely missing some things, like the like the groomer. Scene. Oh yes, yeah. Where he's like the little thing that he bought. I don't know why. Why did he buy it? I don't, yeah. I'm Was not, it like a ploy to get into their house? I'm not sure. The that imperial bloke had a very bushy mustache, and I feel like that was playing into the joke. I don't know. I didn't really understand. Yeah. I was waiting for that to come up later, and it didn't. So I'm like, it is insignificant. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't understand what was happening at the end. At first I thought it was people, but then I realized it was Wookiees walking into this shining orb. Mm. And they were all singing, I guess, the Happy Happy Life life Day. Mm -hmm. Um, Which Leia knows all the words to. Um... (laughs) And I do, like I and if okay, and I know okay. Wait, I I just realized saying that out loud. Is Life Day just for Wookies, or is Life Day like Christmas in the Star Wars universe? Dude, I had this question earlier. But like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a Kashyyyk thing. I think it's Wookies. Okay, and maybe anything else. Why would she know all the words then? Well, I mean, <sighs> cultural appropriation. Maybe, or I'm like, you make a good point. She wasn't actually like romantically linked properly to Han, so there'd be no reason that she would be spending time with Chewie. As a um, of this. I feel like are they? They're not. Not yet. Do they not have like. She kisses Luke at the start of the next movie. Yeah. No, but <clears throat> does she not? This is my Luke. Does she hug Han or like kiss Han at I the think end of this? I think their only interaction and in, up until this point is like her putting a medal around his neck. Okay. Again, I watched it very, like, you know. Um, okay. So, they're walking to the Earth, the, the orb thing, not the Earth thing, the orb thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've had this conversation before. Where, like, uh, Anakin Skywalker is Jesus. Right? <laughs> I mean, that is a theory that was put forward, yes. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> but this whole situation at the end of this movie felt very much like church. Oh, uh, okay. It just... On Christmas Eve. It, yeah. Yeah. It just felt like a 70s acid trip to me. It, it was a lot. <laughs> and then I, my last question was like, is this where all the Wookiees went? Because... In any of the movies that we've seen, Chewbacca is the only Wookiee. And I've asked that's where... That's not true, is it? Okay, but... Okay, there's there's a Wookiee planet one, in one of the prequels, I think. One. Which is probably, I guess, Kashyyyk. But yeah, we definitely see more than one no. other one. Oh, Kashyyyk in, in, in... There's been one other one, I swear. In the third movie, like... like no, because like, I asked three. the question, where are all the Wookiees? And there was, like, a theory that, like, they all got taken out or something. That's what you guys fed me, and I believe everything you say because I know nothing. So maybe it's Rogue One, then, where we see a bunch of Wookiees. I haven't seen have, Rogue One in a long have, time, so... We, Mm. We, haven't, that, we haven't watched it for this. That's one. the next one, that's, right? Well, we, it's either that or Solo, Solo I think. I've already watched Solo. Okay. Yeah. So have I, but I might need to re re watch it now. Solo? <laughs> I think you did. Woody Harrelson. No? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched Solo. Girl, from, Girl I, from Game of Thrones. Yes. I am ready for Solo, and then we'll 
watch Rogue One, and then we get to do the ones where my kids are named, uh, or they're named after my kids. Put get to in quotes if we have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've started. We it's watched true. this. Yes. That is undeniable. Wait, but does this, does this, I know I've asked this before, does this put us on the road of Clone Wars? Rebels? No, no, the no, no, Andor, no, Mandalorian, no, no, the Book of keep Boba saying them, no. No, no, I just, <laughs> I really like to get through, this was kind of a favor to Sean. Mm. Let's just be real. Mm. Okay, Sean this, needed to fill a space this, for December. Okay, Gremlins got cut to make room for this, so I it was mean, not about filling a space. <laughs> there was space but you, filled. You wanted to do this. You've toyed uh, with this idea. It felt important for this. If we're going to technically do all the movies, which I hate that we might have to do Clone Wars, the movie, <laughs> it felt wrong to skip this okay. in my head so and I and yes I'd never seen it so there was a part of me that's like I, I should this is my yeah. chance mm-hmm. so you're saying in Rogue One there are more Wookiees I think that that's so true yeah it's we, been a while since have, I saw it like, because you guys told me I remember you guys saying and it, I mean we have the recordings um, that all the Wookiees were like destroyed somehow and so like there wasn't a whole bunch of them left so I was wondering like did something happen with this orb like maybe it's a cult you know I thought you were going to ask if they ever explained why Chewbacca's family is never seen again after he pieces out at the end of this movie like he has a wife and a child and after this life day apparently he was like I'm not coming back for a long time but that's exactly what I mean like we never see anyone so so if you're saying you've not seen this in a movie yet it's coming oh no I have a picture of many Wookiees that is a lot of Wookiees that is a life day level of Wookiee yeah anyways okay that concludes my notes apparently I didn't take any but um yeah, I hated this. I, I hated. I hated this. <laughs> I can't believe after last week saying Inspector Gadget might be the worst thing I've had to watch for this <laughs> podcast. I think it might be this. I just. I. I spent the whole time wondering. Even in 1978, who was this for? Like, I guess some of the because Star Wars was for everybody, but. So, okay, here's for your dad some the, the Jefferson Starship stuff. Mm. And here's for the kids like a silly cooking segment, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I don't but I, I don't know. I don't I don't understand. And I, I, I read and I think it was Mark Hamill who said this that this was mostly just kept alive or this was made to keep merchandising alive until they could get the second movie out. Right. So this movie basically exists so people didn't forget about Star Wars and they could keep selling toys. So I really put my like old movie hat on and I took it for what it was. You guys had said it was absolute garbage and I think you like played that narrative up so much that when I watched it at 1.5, I was like, it's not, I'm never going to watch this again. <laughs> okay. But it, it's not awful. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I was expecting, like, I will say Dark Crystal and the Skrillexes, I liked this better than that. 
Yeah, I remember we were all a little disappointed with the Dark Crystal, yeah. considering the reputation it held. Right? And I, I, I think we apologized a lot in that episode, because... <laughs> That was when the Netflix show was coming out and everyone was so excited. And here we were in a room going, I don't understand. I yeah. love Muppets. I love the 80s. Why yeah. didn't I love this? But, but I would watch this again over watching Dark Crystal. I am struggling to think of many things that we have watched for this that I would choose it's super close between this and Inspector Gadget. Like, at least this was almost a fascinating... And what about Dark Crystal? Dark Crystal, it's been long enough that I don't remember that I would well, pick it. Because I just remember we weren't that into it, but it's been long enough that I could sit down and go, well, let's give it another shot. Yeah. Which is eventually what this podcast will be, by the way. <laughs> I know that I watched something for this podcast that I was, like, much lower on than this. The, Space the, Jam? It may have been Space Jam. That was pretty bad. After yeah. last season? No, that was funny, though. Like, yeah. I'm still thinking about that movie one year later. I, I will not be thinking about this one. <laughs> but you also have seen it five times. Yeah, that's true. I have uh, this... In all the purpose of this podcast, you introduced me and you to it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not the worst thing I have ever watched. That might be the highest praise this special has ever received. Let's wait until we've done some of those uh, new trilogy movies, and then we'll see if I think it's the worst Star Wars thing. <laughs> oh, are we doing the rating thing still? You guys are gonna... We're gonna have to have a chart so that I know what I've watched and how I'm rating it. I remember truly disliking the Clone Wars movie, but I can't imagine I disliked it more also, than this. What was the other one that he also hated? Who's he? Me? You... And you're Attack like, of the Clones, probably. Maybe. And we, yeah, that I, was part of the second trilogy. Yeah, the, well, the, and I yes. was like, it wasn't that bad. I feel like you it's just better need than fresh this. eyes. I have seen Attack of the Clone. Yeah, you're okay. Yes, I, I yeah. see what you mean. Um, I don't think I hated it the first time I saw it. I did. So mm. well, that sounds like a you problem. I came out disappointed, but not like filled with hatred. I don't know that I was filled with hatred. I just remember going, "This is." bad and kind of boring and that perspective hasn't really changed and it's not like I go into that one every time going ugh I, I'd love to come out the other side of Attack of the Clones with a newfound appreciation for it but I've given it like five chances yeah it must be a 10 or 12 with that one and it hasn't come through for me yet and I, I'm sure some circumstance will lead me to watching it again down the road but I'm usually drunk when I watch it these days. I haven't tried yeah, that there's a, there's, so. a, there's a Star Wars drinking game that typically we end up uh starting with going in the order that we went in basically so by the time we're there it's like there's too many colors and I have a headache and what are we doing <laughs> with our lives <laughs> oh. Simon Says maybe I'm just trying to think of things that you watched that would rank which one which one was that was that the Trucker one that was the Dane Cook one oh yeah that was with yeah I don't think it was that either like that one there was, there was enough there was one moment in it that I found very funny. I know it's not the Bye Bye Man, because that's the best thing we've ever covered that on this show. That was pretty bad, yeah. And I'm pretty positive I'm going to bring it back. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to go back through the list. You don't keep a list, right? A spreadsheet with all of your guest appearances and whatnot. Uh, not like that. No. I mean, you can just go on the internet and scroll through. and yeah, It'll take a while. It's though. 276 line items at this point. And there are some things that, because I listened to them, I forget that I wasn't actually on them. Mm. So I would have to look at your description at the yeah. time. Also, according to Spotify, Wrapped, our biggest audience is in America. So thanks, America. Oh, weird. I didn't know that. It's, yeah. I assumed it was 100% Canada, but apparently 68% of y'all are in the States. So and where, and where, I don't know who you all are. Where should you live based on your listening patterns? 
Oh, I haven't. You get that particular pop-up on your rep, so you just I, looked at it for the podcast. I, oh, I looked at it. I don't really care about it for myself because okay. my number one song was Cat Squad from Bluey. Oh, so. yes. Yeah, I hear that. This is a thing with people with kids. Uh, yeah, so it took about six or seven entries into my top ten before I went, ooh, that's what I played on my own. It was like Bluey, Bluey, Trolls, yeah. Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift, which was mostly the kids. And <laughs> Do you Spotify? No, I use Apple Music, and I haven't seen the wrapped thing show up yet. Maybe they don't want to go up against no, Spotify because go. it's such a big, big thing on the internet. Yeah. No, they do it. It's just different. Oh, I just meant they wouldn't do it at the, maybe at the same time. I listen to two podcasts on Apple, so don't really think. Well, and I'm just curious because my child now has an account on Apple Family Music with me, so will they... Know what I mean? Yeah. Oh no, this tracks. <laughs> this um, is how you know we don't have much to say about Star Wars because <laughs> we're just taking extended. Like, let's just look up our raps live. Uh, yeah, so we've, moved, we've moved into statistically know? things that we have currently been enjoying for the last year. Yeah. Do we want to know what my top? This is very surprising. Top two artists were. Yes. I don't think I should. Say. Yeah, well, so, you can't set that up and not deliver. Taylor Swift and mm. Charlotte Caldine. There's nothing to be embarrassed oh, okay. about there. She's very good. Yeah, I skipped her um, Blues Fest, sorry. Oh. There was something I really needed to see, though, at the center. I think it was Fleet Foxes. Yeah. So. Uh, I, don't, I don't see my podcasts on here. Whatever. Anyways. Probably Trudeau was there for that show. Trudeau and his daughter on oh, stage. Really? Yeah, the VIP area. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you guys think the Prime Minister's doing? <laughs> Let's no. not make that. Yeah, we're not going to know. Absolutely. We're not going to do that. Uh, what Prime Minister? Uh, I don't know. Do we have anything else? I don't know. I'm what done. are we currently enjoying? No, I was going to say, are we done talking about Star Wars? I yes. think so. Okay. Then, yes. What are we currently enjoying, Renee? <sighs> um, <laughs> I don't So... I have been watching a lot of reality TV. You're going to say The Golden Bachelor, aren't you? Nope. <laughs> Selling Sunset. Um, yeah, it's very, very much trash. Mm. Um, I'm, but, I mean, on the flip side, I'm not re-watching Gilmore Girls right now, which is usually my go-to. Um, but we're also watching Alone, and it's on Prime, and it's kind of like survivor but like extreme like you're dropped off right the, the season we're watching right now they're in tasmania mm. and so they're dropped off on like a remote spot and you basically have to like find your own food and stuff and build your own cabin and jeez yeah it, it's it's legit like they do med checks to make sure that you're not losing too much weight too fast um, so it's not like a starvation that's where the, but that's where it has to go next right like that's eventually where well, reality no. TV's going is the next step is well now there are no wellness checks and you can die no but um, so they will pull you if you're dropping weight too fast because it'll indicate that your organs will fail and stuff but it's um, it's alright is there like a diary room element to this or like a talk to the camera segment like the bachelor has or whatever like giving commentary on oh yeah, yeah. I really thought I was going to die there when that so <laughs> Well, no, okay. no. Part of part of what they have to do is they have sixty pounds of recording equipment because they they are responsible for documenting everything. Mm. So, like, so it's a bit this one person had to 
they weren't getting any food like wherever they were there was no fish or anything and so they had to they moved their camp and this was like two weeks in and they're exhausted and they also have to move 60 pounds of recording equipment right so nice hmm. last man standing is that how they how you win mm-hmm. <laughs> out survive the other the other participants Whoever, whoever is still it's alive at the end. Oh, okay. A woman's in the running. It's a woman and a man. Yes. And I think the woman is going to like just own it because she's eating really well. And she just got a wallaby. Like she was just eating fish. So fish is like too high in fat, not enough protein. Mm. And um, <laughs> she got the bottom wallaby in the middle of the night when she had to go to the washroom. <laughs> she. So now she's had some protein. It's pretty intense. That's, yeah, it's, wow. Jesus. It is. <laughs> I'm telling you, alone. Yeah. It's entertaining. Rob. Well, shockingly, one of the two things that I'm bringing to the table is also reality TV. Is it Selling Sunset? <laughs> it's not Selling Sunset, no. No, it's a show that's been out for a few years. It's on Crave, and there's a UK version and a Canadian version on there. Uh, it's like a cross between Big Brother and Among Us, that game that I love. Mm. It's called The Traitors. Mm. Um, and basically, a bunch of people go into a house, there's some money that they can win, and they have to complete tasks to accumulate money for the prize fund. But some of the people have been identified as traitors, so they have secret roles. Oh, um, it's like the mole. And then, yeah, 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 similar concept. So each, at the end of each day, they get to murder someone and that person leaves. And then there's a round table where they discuss who they want to banish and then everyone votes uh, oh. to say who they think the traitor is. Um, okay, I'm going to have to go find this because yeah, my pretty family fun. really liked the mole and okay. I feel like this is along the same lines. Yeah, it's pretty fun. We, we started the Canadian version and then I was like, I think the British version is going to be more fun. And then just to add an extra bit of fun to it, it started and then I was like, oh my God, I taught that kid. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so that was mind blowing when that happened. Oh, that's where we are in the world today. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was one of my things. The other one is a quick reading recommendation. Um, there's also an Apple TV series, though. Um, it's a spy thriller called Slow Horses. TV show. Oh, um, Gary, Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of ads for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the season three just came out, I think. Okay, that explains that. But I, I'm going to wait until I've read the books. Uh, really good read, really quick read. I enjoyed it a lot. I just finished a really good book, too, <laughs> but it's... Um, not fiction. It's the True Reconciliation by Jody Wilson Raybould. Oh, I love that book. Yeah, it yeah, was it was so really good. good. Oh, yeah. let, we're going to be back on the Prime Minister before we yeah, <laughs> before know. we know I it. Know. So. We're just stop. <laughs> so so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It doesn't just sound like you think he's doing a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> what are you enjoying, Sean? Um, I read Britney Spears' book. What? Yeah, it's, how is that? It's very, uh, it's very good, but it is infuriating to read because everybody sucks. Justin Timberlake sucks. Kevin Federline sucks. Her family sucks. The media sucks. So is this really told from her voice then? Yeah. Okay. No, well, because you know how, like, there's a ton of Britney books out there, yeah. but it's like, which one is the real one? Just, yeah. yeah, like, she's straight, like, she wrote this, she's okay. like, she gives you the inside actual, like, here's how awful everything was and everyone is, and it's amazing I'm still alive. The reason I'm laughing, you, you probably know already. Yeah, because Just, of Anna Kendrick. Because of Anna Kendrick. <laughs> 
I mean, this is pretty different than that. Yeah, I feel like it's very different from that. <laughs> that book was the sexiest book that's ever been written. <laughs> this isn't that. Yeah. No, this it's like 250 pages, lightning fast read, oh. and yeah, it's... If you didn't like Justin Timberlake before, you're going to want to punch him in his curly-haired face by the time this is done. Hmm. Um, He's gone, if, you, if you've noticed, in the real world since this book com- came out, very quiet. Like, that new Trolls movie came out, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be a big deal because NSYNC reunited and released a song, if we want to call it that. <laughs> so I assume they had big plans for them to do a big promotional tour, and then this book went out, and everyone went, oh my god, Justin Timberlake's a piece of shit. <laughs> so you did not see him anywhere. Um, speaking of biographies, did either of you read Spare? By no, I got Harry? it from I. I was oh, no. I was on the uh, the um, <laughs> library hold list forever, and then by the time I finally got it, realized I didn't want to read it. Um, as soon as I heard the word torture, I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> it's just I just couldn't. It was it was really good too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like very informative, like from a non-British person who wasn't really like my parents didn't follow the royal family or anything mm-hmm. so like I've only been exposed to it very little mm-hmm. also Patrick Stewart's book was quite good a <laughs> lot of him doing plays like if you're going in did I already say this on last week's episode doesn't matter if you're going into it because you want to know about Star Trek and X-Men it takes it it's a it's a journey to get there mm-hmm. it's still interesting because he's like he's just a f- fascinating dude to read about but it's a lot of Shakespeare. He was the uh, chancellor of my sister's university. He was there when she graduated. Oh, That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, and there's a new Godzilla movie out called Godzilla Minus One, and I saw it last night, and it's amazing. So there you go. Amazing for everyone or amazing for you? <laughs> Seemingly both. It's got like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, wow. okay. and like it was like a sold-out show last night, so that was... That was kind of neat to see, and it definitely didn't seem like a bunch of diehard Godzilla fans. It just kind of seemed like, let's go see this monster movie. But it's basically a remake of the original, so you don't need any prior experience. And it's not really playing many places, but it was damn good. That reminds me of a question. Because someone said uh, they were excited for the Godzilla movie. It's probably me. No, it wasn't. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, it was not you. Who is um, it? Because I need to be friends with this person. I, I will tell you off. <laughs> cool. Um, and they really love all of them. And I think I've only ever seen one, and it was like a million years ago. So I'm wondering, are they child-friendly in the way that Star Wars is child-friendly? Um, like this one, No. Oh, because this one's going back. The, the actual original one from the fifties is very dark. Godzilla is oh, like he is a destructive force. He's the bad guy. And then as the series goes on, they soften him up a little bit more. And then it's more about, Hey, Godzilla's going to fight this space monster and yeah. he's the good guy. And then there's the 1998 Matthew Broderick one, which, yeah. That's probably the one I saw. I, yeah. I think that would be totally That's fine fun. for but kids. This new one, no, definitely not. not the new one. Um, uh, I mean, it's also like all subtitled is Japanese, so it's all oh. it's all subtitled. There might be a dubbed version. I don't know. Ours was subtitled, but yeah, it's very dark. Okay. Um, in the originals, like Godzilla would storm a city, and you just hear a lot of people die. But in this, it's like, oh, I just saw a crowd of about fifty people get stepped on. <laughs> so yeah, people are dying. Cool. Um, 
And then there's like the other recent, like Godzilla vs. Kong. That stuff's probably fine. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I could keep going. I have a lot more to say about Godzilla, but it's kind of mind-blowing. We've never done a Godzilla-focused episode, and maybe that's why, because it would be 17 hours long. Because I'd be like, okay, so now let's talk about Ghidra. <laughs> or Ghidorah. Depends. You can, both are fine. That's but I think in terms of Star Wars holiday special, we done. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. It's in the books. Solo will be next, but not for a bit, because we got a lot of themed months ahead of us. That's yeah. unfortunate. We need to record it. I mean, we can record it way in advance. I'm fine with that, because anytime I can plug something into the schedule way ahead of time, that's fantastic. But... It's all Christmas for a few weeks now. And then garbage for a few weeks after that. And, well, honestly, kind of garbage, because we just did this, and next we're going to do Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. No, no. So, a lot of January agony leaking into December, but, uh, oh, man, we got some good, potential good stuff lined up for January agony. And then we don't have a name for it yet, but, uh, well, I mean, boning month, February. But my plan is... It's just going to be nothing but low-budget 90s directed VHS erotic thrillers. <laughs> so, <laughs> how are you going to source that content? I assume it's very similar to how we sourced the Star Wars holiday special. Okay. <laughs> or I was thinking, just go to a local flea market that sells VHS tapes and just look for tapes with names like Fatal Seduction and Deadly Embrace and, and who, Deadly Seduction. Yeah, and who, has, who has agreed to that? Fatal yeah, Embrace. Who's going to be on those? I'm episodes? not going to have much trouble finding people. You don't want to watch Deadly Embrace or Fatal Seduction or I mean, even Dress if I to did, I don't Murder want to or sit around a table with you two and chat about it. That's all part of it. <laughs> it has to be uncomfortable. <laughs> and it, if anything, if I'm buying VHS tapes, y'all got to come to my house to watch them. Yeah. So uncomfortable. We're all going to sit together and watch Stripped to Kill. Uncomfortable, like when Chewbacca comes back and stares at his wife. <laughs> See, that's the music that started playing in my head. I know. Apparently, you guys didn't see that version. No. That's too bad. It was pretty good. <laughs> oh, oh, here's so who's going to take us out with a classic quote from the Star Wars holiday special? I always forget this is how you close episodes these days, like every time. I mean, these days, it's been at least every like time. two yeah. years. Every time. But you need to do your chewy call. You did. Or you just, that's not a quote. Or just yell like, stir, like whisk, stir, whisk, stir, whisk, 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 stir for the pound. next four minutes. There was a pound. I don't remember the pound. I don't remember the pound. I just watched it. There was a so did we. <laughs> I watched this on Monday. I got nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you know what? That's fitting for this movie. It doesn't yeah. deserve it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. So for all those things nostalgic, I asked to do.